listening to Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. Experts at Web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current Web.com customers. We've used and and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than Web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. I want to use this segment as our Life in Utopia segment, and then I've got something special planned for you in the last segment of the show. For those that of you that are new to the show, this is a segment that I started that debuted last week. Um, it's basically where people send me in questions. Last week was a very personal question. Why don't I work for the Blaze? It's available anytime on SoundCloud, iTunes, or Google Play Music. You can go back and listen to it. And it's where you can ask me a question about life in utopia. What is life like under socialism? What is life like living under tyranny? And I'm going to do my best to address it, address it in a principled way, but also in a a life experience kind of way. And I've said from the very start, you can ask me anything. Um, You can ask me about healthcare, you can ask me about government, you can ask me about politicians, you can ask me about business, whatever you're interested in or whatever you kind of heard from Bernie Sanders or in the election that said, that doesn't actually sound too bad, because as you remember, he defended Norwegian style socialism. And I'm going to give you the principal answer, but also what it's actually like in, in reality, not in theory. The first few couple of questions have been, including this week, have been very personal, which I'm open for. If you've got questions for me, I'll do my best to, to answer them, um, either in a private way or if it's something that I think fits the show, I'll answer it publicly, which I'm about to do. This week's question I got over the weekend, I think, or maybe last week, and it's perfect for this show, I think. What is your American dream and what is your definition of it? And what do you hope for? And it's perfect because if you listened a couple of weeks ago, you would have heard me start to put a theory to you of why progressives do so well. And one of the the parts of the brain, the limbic part of the brain, which deals with emotions, um, it also deals with your arousals. What motivates you in society? What is the American dream to so many people today? I've seen the definition change over time. It seems many today think the American dream equates to money, to power, to fame, to winning, to material objects. Oh, look, I have 10 cars and they're brilliant. And we live in this mansion of 10 bedrooms and we, we summer here and this is where we go on vacation and we fly in first class all the time and we live this high life and you have gold Rolex watches. You know, you, you get the picture. If that's your American dream, 
have at it. I am not here to demean anyone's dream. If if you want to be filthy rich and have more money than you know a lot, the vast majority of people in this world, go for it. It's not my dream. My dream, my American dream, is simply to become an American, to get over there, to be a productive member of society, and to help your nation reclaim its history, reclaim its principles, and reclaim its greatness. I'm going to be very honest with you and I'm going to admit something I haven't admitted to a lot of people. You know, we all have ambitions in life. Depending on who you are, they can be very small. It could be something quote-unquote simple like get married and have two kids. Or, you know, some people's dreams, I've seen it firsthand in poverty in Ireland, you know, be the first to have your daughter or son go to college. Give your offspring opportunities you never had. Own a business. Own a car. My ambitions... I do have personal ambitions because it's what I love to do. I would love to, as I discussed last week, to work for The Blaze. Because they have a lot of shared ethos, principles, values. I would love to be involved with a company that does like restoring honor, restoring unity, going to Israel... Um, restoring um, in Birmingham, Alabama. I would love to be a part of that. I would love to be part of a company that is actively trying to relocate Christians from the Middle East. We have a lot of shared values and principles. We also have a lot of shared love of your history. So I would love to work for the Blaze. And I, because I love talking, because I think I'm somewhat, depending on your opinion, I think I'm okay at it, um... I love speaking. I love speaking about American history, about American principles, about people who I admire. I would love to be on radio five, six days a week, sharing those stories, sharing those principles, talking to you about what needs to be done, in my opinion. I would love to be on radio. It's my dream job. But as much as I have those ambitions to work for The Blaze or any other company and be on radio, it's not what leads me. And this is where I'm going to be honest with you. And some people are not going to like this answer. In many ways, I am led by my dreams. And I'm ruled by my fears. Now, anyone who wants to psychoanalyze me, go right ahead. I'm sure many people would say, well, being ruled by your fears is not a very healthy thing. Let me explain. I am led by my dreams. My dreams are not for me. My ambitions are personal ambitions. Be in radio, be work for the blaze. My dreams are to be a free man and to help empower people to be free as well. To bring as many people with me on that journey as possible. The more and more I see and I, the more and more I research and the more and more I live... <clears throat> Freedom is the only answer. But likewise, I'm also ruled by my fears. I'm ruled by my fears of tyranny. I'm ruled by my fears of failure. That no matter how much I want to help, 
no matter how much my intentions might be in the best place. I'm ruled by the fear that I won't be able to do anything. Or anything I do won't count, won't matter. I'm ruled by my fears because I see the world we live in in 2016 and tyranny is growing. And not only is tyranny growing, but it is becoming accepted as a new norm. I see the world in 2016 where people accept any type of tyranny once it's their party doing the tyranny and and enforcing the tyranny and controlling it. I am ruled by my fears that like I saw, spoke about in the last segments, people using the word deplorable for your founding fathers. I am ruled by my fears that America's history will be lost. That the principles and the values your founding fathers fought for and stood for and achieved will count for nothing because 230 years later, people decided, well, it's time America follows the rest of the industrialized world. But I'm also led by my dreams. I am led by my dreams and inspired by the knowledge that says, firstly, as a Christian, where God is, there is always hope, no matter how bleak the situation is. But I am also led by my dreams that are inspired by America's history. Because when you read America's history, you see that every generation or so, America has had to face A significant, significant challenge. Just look at the significant challenges you've overcome. The superpower of the day at your founding. The Constitutional Convention. The going against the British again in 1812. The expansion out west. The Civil War. The Industrial Revolution. Going to the moon. The Great Depression. The Wall Street Crash. The revolution that happened where all of a sudden for generations and and centuries people went around in horses and carts and boats and within 50-60 years we started travelling by planes and cars. You went to the moon. You overcame the Cold War when many people were saying "Just, just, just, just accept socialism. Just accept it. Just accept a compromise with Russia. You overcame the technology deficit that you have and created the internet. These are things that inspire me. All the way you've had great men leading you. And I don't mean leaders who had power and were great politicians. I mean leaders who changed your society. George Washington. Ben Franklin. Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, Henry Ford, the Wright brothers. These are the people who wanted to make America a better place. These are the men who said, there is no limit to what you can do in life. That is the American dream. You had people like Rosa Parks, Martin Luther King, 
These are people who said, I know what society says, but I challenge it. I dream of a better tomorrow. I am led by those dreams that once again, we can be part of a generation. And although I'm not an American, I can be your cheerleader of a generation that says, enough, we can do this. We must do this. Because here's the truth. Anyone can have a dream. Anyone can have a dream. But it takes hard work. It takes passion. It takes not believing the naysayers. Not listening to them. Not saying, well, you think I'm going to fail, so maybe you might be right. It takes belief. It takes courage. It takes honor. For people to turn that dream into a reality. We need to help people become dreamers. One of the many, I hear many troubling things each and every day. But one of the most troubling is, well, today, what if it's life today is as good as it gets? You have no hope for tomorrow then? We need to inspire hope for tomorrow. We need to be part of a generation that says, you can succeed. You can have a better tomorrow. Don't listen to the naysayers. There's always been naysayers. That will never change. There will always be people who will try and pull you down. You can succeed. And then help them, motivate them, encourage them, empower them, inspire them to make that dream a reality. My American dream might be different to many of you listening. I would love to be there and help. But if it's my role to be on the sidelines 6,000 miles away being your cheerleader, I'm okay with that as well. Once freedom wins. We are at a tipping point. We are at a crucial axis, whatever way you want to describe it. We are at a point where tyranny is growing and it is becoming accepted. And the only thing that beats tyranny is not less tyranny, it's freedom. We need to be the voices for freedom. If that makes us purists and ideologues and extremists and closed-minded, well then I can't think of a better thing to be ideological and extremist and closed-minded about than freedom. Because I am very closed-minded about freedom. I think it's the only way to live and it's the only thing worth fighting for in many cases. But I sure as hell won't be open-minded to tyranny. To, yeah, what you need is to succumb to the Leviathan and say, you need some help. And we're going to force others to help you. When it comes to that, I'll never be open-minded. I'll be very closed-minded and I have no problem admitting it. But we need to be A generation that wins freedom, promotes freedom, advances the course of freedom everywhere we go. It would be great to start on America because America is key because you have been that beacon of light and hope of freedom for so long. And if we can re-engage that lightness, it will flare, it will shine all across the world. That is my American dream. What is yours? 
As always, if you have any questions that you want answered, please send them in to me. You can find me on social media. You can send them to me there. I'm on Twitter at Freedom Disciple, on Facebook at Freedom's Disciple, on my website www.freedomsdisciple.com. But I want to read one last thing out to you before I go. This is how I feel summed up in about a hundred words. And some of you might have heard of this. It's what is called the American's Creed. I do not choose to be a common man. It is my right to be uncommon. I seek opportunity to develop whatever talents God gave me, not security. I do not wish to be a kept citizen, humbled and dulled by having the state look after me. I want to take the calculated risk to dream and to build, to fail and to succeed. I refuse to barter incentive for a dole. I prefer the challenges of life to be guaranteed existence, the thrill of fulfillment to the state calm of utopia. I will not train, trade freedom for beneficence, nor my dignity for a handout. I will never cower before any earthly master, nor bend to any threat. It is my heritage to stand erect, proud and unafraid, to think and act myself, enjoy the benefit of my creations, and to face the world boldly and say this, this with God's help I have done, and this is what it means to be an American. This is Freedom's Disciple with Jonathan Dunn on the Blaze Radio Network. 